we look good, I think. We we we, we great minds. Great yeah, minds think alike. This has been the moment I have been waiting for. <coughs> <laughs> Immediately not. For what? <laughs> to have the mic. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. War is going on. Yeah, like that, yeah. I should have had a green room for you. You should These have. I guess I needed a green room and an agent. Don't worry, the craft table is sufficient. Hey, we haven't signed re- release forms, guys. Yes, we hmm. have. This show so, will um, not air. So I'm just saying, my lawyer Whose is idea ready. was this? Let me just get it. <laughs> <laughs> the real divas have arrived. Anything else? Your makeup artist. You need touch-ups. <laughs> Stephen Kaza, you didn't, you didn't, Cancel. you didn't get me. You didn't collect me at the door when I Why came here. Not. <laughs> On the first time we did this, it was okay. And we decided never to do it again. <laughs>Thank you for an incredible 2023. Before we let you go for the holidays, would you give us a gift? Would you like, subscribe, or share the show? Everything we do really depends on our beautiful listeners, and you have created such an incredible year for us. Every comment, every like, every engagement has meant the world to me and to the team. So as we go into 2024, we would love it if you would take a moment, go onto Spotify, Apple, wherever you consume the content, like it, follow it, and then please share it. Hit that little share arrow, send it to your cousins, send it to your friends, to to your moms, to your kids. Share the show with them. It means the world. It makes all the difference for us. And as you go into the holidays, we wish you peace. We wish you joy and we wish you abundant love from the entire Salam and Hello family. Salam and hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Lily Bakala Piper, and today I have some friends with me co-hosting, collaborating, and conversing on the show. Please help me welcome my producers, Becky. Are you a one woman, one name woman, like last name or just Becky? No, my second name is so powerful. It's so powerful. You have Becky to say Mwekia. it. Becky Moikia. Moikia. I yes. believe that's what I said. Yes. You Roll can. the tape. <laughs> Becky Moikia. I believe I said Moikia. <laughs> and Rahma Saif joining me. These are the producing team that make the magic magical. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. We thought it would be really fun at the end of the season to get together, reflect on the year. Mm-hmm. We have this year put together, let me count. I think it will be 46 episodes together. 46. Can you imagine that? Amazing. Yeah. So this episode is going to be all the behind the scenes, planning, crying, mm-hmm. hoping, <laughs> working <laughs> that has brought you this season, 2023 of mm-hmm. Salam and Hello. So mm-hmm. first, let me start with a vote of thanks, as we say here in this Kenya, uh-huh. a vote of thanks for both of you. You have been truly foundational rocks, friends, 
collaborators I, beyond my wildest dreams. Thank you. Thank you. Let me start with that. Thank you. Thank you. so much to me. It's yeah. been an honor and a pleasure. Oh, what she said, that. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, and thank you for agreeing to come on the behind the scenes because I have asked more than once. Did we agree? <laughs> and you have said no more than once. Did, we are here, but did we agree? In the, the words of Oprah, were you silent? <laughs> <laughs> or were you silent? <laughs> <laughs> you see, this woman was meant for a mic. For sure. I'm shy, I'm shy. Yeah. <laughs> she came with the, the words of called? Oprah. With the words of Oprah today. <laughs> so 46 episodes this year. Let's maybe start with our origin story, how we mm-hmm. met and connected. Sometimes it's helpful for people to know that saying also, mm. how the sausage gets made. Have you mm. heard that saying? Yes. Yeah, so how did this sausage come to be, Becky, in your <laughs> mind? How, when you look back, how did this all come to be? So I had accompanied a good friend of mine, Mose, DJ Mose, for a meeting that he was having with you. And I was coming with my own ulterior motives. Really? Yes. What was your motive? So there's this show that we'd been shopping around and we needed some connects in the development space. And they said, I have the perfect person, but I'm meeting her for something different. So you have to come for this meeting and you have to help me get this meeting done. Oh my goodness. Then we'll sort you out. <laughs> and imagine I, she was never sorted. <laughs> I was like, say less. Let's go. Aww. So yeah, so we came yeah. for the meeting and it was really awesome. Loved meeting you. I was so in awe of everything you wanted to do. And you and I just connected. We did. In yeah. fact, it felt like Mose was the third wheel in that conversation. By the end, we were like, Mose, we oh, love you. Yeah, can we get you a cup of tea <laughs> for your <Right>. troubles? <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. then I was like, okay, so... Y'all are going to make this happen. And you are like, make this happen. You are a part of exactly. this sausage. That's how the sausage <laughs> I was happened. like caribou sausage <laughs> making <laughs> time. That's exactly right. At that Java house, when, uh, everything changed. That, that yes. was now actually, even though we have put episodes out in 2023, mm-hmm. that was 22. Mm-hmm. Yes. Towards yes. the end of Towards 22. Towards the end of 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was leaving my job, wanted to focus yes. on this full time. And yes. Moz and I were friends. And yeah. Our friends. What did I say? We're, we're friends. Sorry again, Moz. This Rotate. Into- Moz, yeah. Rotate. Let's take it from the top, guys. Let's, let's try that we again. Are friends. In fact, I was just with his family yesterday. Yeah. Not him, but his family. So, yes, okay. we are friends. So, and Rahma works with me at yeah. Sahihi. Yeah. Uh, and she came on and she became the larger than life producer that this show needed. She really did. So then I, I was like- out of a job. Yes. No, never, 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 never. But I remember Rahma, I remember the first time we met. Do you remember uh-huh. the first time we met? I want to say yes, but like I feel like I see you almost every day, so it's kind of all a, a blur. Blur. A blur at this I point. I think it was on Zoom or like online. We oh, didn't yes. meet in person the I first do. time. I it was on a call. I, yes. I, I made a lot. Yeah. I made a presentation, right? Exactly. Right. I remember. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, she yeah. came through and was like, this is what we, this is how we see this yeah. coming together and yeah. happening. Yes. And I was like, who is this magical woman behind the screen? Oh. Rahma magic. Rahma magic. And then, yeah, here there, she is. Here I am. In 3D. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, I think, I remember hearing about the show, hearing about the concept, and it just sounded like something that we needed to jump on. And I'm so glad that, you know, you and Becky fell in love at that time. <laughs> that <laughs> well, is, this partnership well, was well, making that, Well, making that sausage, you know, Sahih, you were all about Spark Joy projects, and this was definitely one of them. Mm, 100. You know? Yeah, you know. Sparked Joy. Yeah, I feel like every time I'm we're done recording an episode, I'm like, yeah. I'm doing some good work here. Yeah. You know? yeah. That is, uh, that's beautiful to hear. That's mm-hmm. all we can hope, at least for us, yeah. that our listeners feel the same and that yeah. we feel it in the process. Sahihi Productions, tell us what Sahihi is. It's so important that I 
shine a spotlight on who you are because I often say we and people think it's just me and it was just me for a long time 30 plus episodes and that was so hard and it wasn't producing what I wanted and so I knew in order for this to actually get to where I wanted it to be I needed people who were like-minded like-spirited like you said yeah so tell us who Sahihi is and and what you're doing I really want Rahma to do this it helps when you hear someone else say what you're doing and you're like is are we doing the right thing (laughs) well no pressure too much pressure right now. I'm like, okay, what 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 are my talking points? Uh, elevator pitch. Uh, but yeah, no, Sahihi is a production company and also a communications agency. You know, we'd like to think of ourselves as a communication hub. And our whole um our whole thing is that we like to share stories from the continent, amplify those stories and you know, share African narratives using African voices. Um, you know, owning our owning our stories in whichever way that might be, might be on a podcast, might be on a movie, might be on a TV show, might be through a, a marketing campaign, but we just really like to amplify African voices that at yeah. I feel like, did I get yeah, it right? She's so hired. She's so hired. <laughs> I, I think it's time right. for a raise. Hello. <laughs> well, like, I mean, Lily has been saying this for like forever. I know. I'm like, dear Becky, how are you today? Please give us our raise. You guys heard, you guys heard that? <laughs> it's on Roll camera. Tape again. It's on camera. <laughs> <laughs> the way this thing is going to expose us, this episode is just for us, actually. <laughs> yeah. So if people need support in developing a podcast, a creative event, a campaign of some sorts, a film. S- strategy. Strategy creative ideation we're your um, guys yeah yeah we're your gals we're yeah. your gals and we're yeah. a babe squad yes you are unapologetic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there we go there we go in fact we're missing one of our babes today yeah so hi jockey hi jockey we appreciate hey, jockey. you, you are. she's our digital babe and she's a force all on her own yeah, she, really? yeah. she is yeah mm-hmm. okay so see and salam got together we started putting out episodes at what point in the year do you think mm-hmm. that you felt like, okay, I am not just like helping Lily do this, but this is does feel like we are cohesively together producing this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I like I was saying, I was saying we, but I think until a certain point, I felt like it's just me and they're helping me do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I hired a contractor to help me finish a project as opposed to, you know, sleep, waking up thinking about it or I going to you. bed. Yeah. Maybe troubled by something. I don't yeah. know if there's a point. I think it just kind of naturally happened. And the more you work on the show, the more you kind of just kind of, you, you own it. You know, we're creating something amazing. It's an incredible show. And you, even us working on it, we start feeling like I want ownership of this. Mm-hmm. I want to claim it and, you know, see see this through and make this thing as big as it can be. So... I wouldn't say that there was a point where we were like, oh, we booked this guest or, oh, we've, you know, hit this number of episodes that it happened. It was just kind of like consistently seeing that we're doing good work and that we want to keep doing it. And yeah. that How just else kind can of we amplify it. Yeah. And that just became the thing. It became one. It became just as much our project as it is yours. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, and it definitely has felt that way because I, you, when you look at podcasting as an industry, there's a statistic that on iTunes, on Apple, which mm-hmm. not necessarily a lot of people in Africa use, mm-hmm. but globally it's the hub. Mm-hmm. So there are about 4 million podcasts, mm-hmm. but only 96% of them have not had more than 10 episodes, mm-hmm. nor have they produced something in the last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Salam and Hello, we're part of the 4% that has more than 10 episodes and has 
consistently put out an episode every week. Every week. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. very proud of that. And like you said, Rahma, that's because of this, you know, you guys have owned it. I think otherwise it wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. But considering what you said about booking guests and, you know, growing the listenership and all that, what moment felt like a, a big win for you, Becky, as we were starting to roll this baby out in the first half of the year or so? A big win? Yeah. When we did the Sajda and Amin episode, that episode changed everything for me. Um, and it wasn't because we had booked the biggest celebrities. It was in the depth of the conversation, the justice pieces that we were ticking. So our show is all about joy and justice. And it felt like we were ticking all of the boxes. The joy was there. The justice pieces were ticked. And it was such amazing conversation i wanted everyone and anyone in my sphere to consume that content yeah. and i was like we have to keep doing more of this and i think for me for the longest that has been the the the, the flagship show in my head that i'm like we didn't have the most famous of personalities but the conversation top tier the passion in the work that they're doing top tier the <clears throat> commitment to legacy and impact in what they're doing, which in in effect made me want to be a part of that legacy and impact. Mm. Tick, 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 tick. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. yo. That was yeah. a good one, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Rahma, how about for you? I think, <clears throat> excuse me. I think I have like, I can think of three episodes. Um, uh, first Arsama Thomas. Um, mm-hmm. That was the moment I was like, wow, okay. This is... Behold. This all hail, <laughs> Queen, you know, Queen Arsama. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. Like, just, she's extremely brilliant, but also just a, such a talented actress and somebody who's had such a huge platform to be on our platform. I felt that, I felt like that was a major win. Um, second was Ijeoma's episode. And mm. that was because that was the first live event we had as part of you know, with us as part of the team. And it was just amazing to see what we were able to do and achieve together as a team. So that, that I feel like was also um, an incredible moment for me. And the last one was Alaba's episode. And that's because Alaba is my, she's my girl, she's, she's my friend. Girl. And yeah. I, and I love her. And it was just, I was also just, it just made me aware of, oh, look, this is, you know, I'm using my skill set to amplify her skill set. And, mm. you know, we're just two babes in the, two African babes in the world and like, look at us just doing the thing and yeah. making it happen. And yeah, that was, I was, I was also super proud of that episode. And I was also just super proud of the messaging and the reception that it had. So I think those are the three episodes that kind of stand out to me. And it's, um, it's also kind of interesting that they're all women, but, or. Yeah. And yeah, Pan-African yeah. women. I'm Pan-African just women. Yeah. These are Sudanese guests, Sasha and Ami. Yeah. Nigerian, Ethiopian, Nigerian, Zambian. Exactly. That makes me very proud to exactly. like see that. Yeah. yeah. So it yeah. was it was just those three episodes really um kind of were, were highlights yeah. for me this season. Yeah. Are you? Ask, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the Keller Piper. That was quick. Yeah, I didn't give you a chance Host really. <laughs> and hello, executive producer. Uh, Madam. Well, well, thank you, Bex. Uh, you know, I I you hear these people like musicians being asked this, what's your favorite album? And they were like, that's f- like picking your favorite kid. And like, yeah, but everybody has a favorite child. So. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, kids. But uh, you know, I, I just was hearing all of you talk and I was really grateful again for those conversations which brings me home to how personal this work is yeah. for me. And yeah. it's very much 
been a conduit of, I hope, what I try and live. So probably for me, my favorite episodes have probably been the one that I did with my husband, Ben, mm. and then my daughters, because I got to see a different side of them as well. Mm. I never interviewed Ben before. I never interviewed my daughters in a formal capacity. They mm. have been interviewed, but not for the purposes <laughs> of the show. Um, so I don't know. I really loved what I learned, mm. and it made me think more deeply about myself and this work and trying to be authentic, trying to be real. Yeah. Uh, and that's harder than I thought it was going to be on camera. Yeah. Like even now talking to you, I'm very much present with what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I'm aware of the mic, right? I'm yeah. aware of the camera. Mm-hmm. So when my kids were on with me and my husband, oh my gosh, and the way my girls humbled me, dear Lord, <laughs> they really started saying things. I was like, hi, yeah, <laughs> cut, <laughs> cut, <laughs> edit, you know, yeah. but um, anyway, but it was good. It was it stretched me. Yeah. It stretched me. Yeah. And but, your um, episode with your husband was actually one of our best performing best episodes performing. which was a surprise mm-hmm. i was surprised by that so but but in a pleasant way it resonated uh, well with people it did yeah. it did and he's he's a wonderful speaker and i loved what he had to say about the continent and the potential here so yeah so this those those are kind of finished products that we get to enjoy or even yes. the process get to enjoy but there's been certainly a lot behind the scenes yeah that's why this is a behind the scenes episode yeah. that has also Wow, stretch test. What? So, <laughs> so on the flip of this, what moments rise to the top for you or episodes or guests or issues that came up this year that were a challenge? Hmm. I think um, I would say that the biggest challenge has been, like you said, we released an episode every week um, yeah. since uh, the beginning of the year, apart from the time where we took a little break and we had the best of series but definitely maintaining that consistency is you know it takes it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of um sometimes some late nights but you know we get it done and we do it and we keep doing it yeah Yeah. and you know we have no control over technology and sometimes technology doesn't love us yeah Mm -hmm. so there'll be times when you think you have bagged your best production and it was a virtual production or one where we had the cameras, but there was a glitch we weren't able to detect with the cameras. Or we come back to look at the virtual product and we are all clutching pearls, pulling <laughs> hairs. Um, so, yeah, there have been moments where it's been touch and go. Yeah. Where you even question this thing that we say we are good at. Yeah. Are we? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are we really putting our best foot forward if we keep having some of these challenges presenting themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the one thing that's constant in life. Yeah. And it's how we've been able to come together as a team and power through those moments that I think has made us stronger, not just as an output of the product that we put out there, but even as a team mm-hmm. um, where one person is strong, someone else lets them take that on where one person isn't able to take it on because it's not exactly their strength, then the team will jump in. And for sure we have become a unit. Um, And I see it coming out even when we have meetings where we pick up from each other. That conversation ends, Jopi picks up on that end, Lily picks up, I'll chime in, Rahma concludes Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So there have been challenges, but I want to say that some of those challenges have also made us better as a team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. You know, I've been surprised in, in doing this. I think I've said this to you at least, Becky, that mm-hmm. when we started this project, 
I thought I was just making content, like the creative process, like yeah. what conversations do we need to have? And, you know, I read, I read a lot. So from novels to the news. So I was looking at headlines, topics, what's resonating? What do people, what are people feeling? Mm. Then I realized, oh, we're actually launching a business. This is actually a business. Big and facts. that's a very different kind of approach. Yeah. You can't just be creative and be like, hmm, this is moving me today. No, no, yeah. no. There's invoices, there's contracts. Oui. And, you know, I'll be very honest, uh, and, and I also appreciate our technical partners, K-Crew. Do you want to come on camera and say hi? Or no? Yes? Oh, you're just behind. Okay, they're behind he the scenes. They put the behind and the behind the scenes. <laughs> we started with them at the beginning of the year, mm. uh, as you mentioned, our friend Mose um, and Steven here on set today with Weena and Xavier as well. So, hey, guys, and thank you. We started with them at the beginning of the year. We did several episodes with them. I can't remember, maybe 10 or something like that. Yeah. Then I just felt like, you know what, this is not hitting what I needed to hit, whether it was a deadline or a technical aspect. So we changed course. We went to another partner. Mm. That one Humble. had some gaps. Yeah. Then we went to another partner. Yeah. That did, wasn't the right fit or they, they couldn't do the whole like A to Z part, you know, pre and post, all that. Mm. So now we're back with K Crew since September. Mm. And I see that as my own lack of understanding that this is a business. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you are creating content, that's great. But a lot of people times for creative productions you have somebody who's the creative person the business person the chief operating officer and we've all worn I think every hat at some point we've been the business person or we've been the operating person or we've been the creative person all of us have attended meetings with potential partners or with guests and I think I wish I had just stuck with them from the start to the finish because we would have grown together through that process of understanding what it is as opposed to me thinking you're just here to deliver a product if that makes sense 100 um, so a lot of growth in that, and I appreciate their their willingness to re-engage with us. And we put out a request for proposals. We had multiple, including K-Crew, and they were still the best. And so I'm really grateful yay, for <laughs> K-Crew and their commitment and patience yes. with us as we also grew and tried to figure out what in the world are we trying to do mm. up in here, up in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah but I'm here we are. Yeah, we're out. still figuring it out, but 70, I don't know what episode this will be, 75 or 76, maybe 70, even eight even. And then we started bonus content. Wait. And then we started mixed drinks with yeah. our friend Julie Githiri Goko. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been busy. Yeah, and I'm grateful have. for the team that's kind of stuck with us. Yeah. yeah. They're good sure. people. They're good peeps. Mm. Okay. So, Rahma, on the team, when something is in crisis, like, wow, we're on deadline. This thing needs to be done in the next 30 minutes. Which of our team members are you most likely to go to for calm reassurance? Okay, I was like, I thought, I thought you were going to be like, which of the team members were you going to call say, I call myself <laughs> to the table? You know. I like to, I like to thank me. I like to thank me. <laughs> For being no. me at all times. No, no, no. no, no. I kid. Um, calm reassurance. I feel like both um, Becky and Jackie are... <laughs> Not Lily. Yeah. <laughs> no. I feel like both yeah, Becky... Okay. It's okay. I know I, like I am. I feel like Becky and Juki are both uh, super calm, but in different ways. I feel like Becky, Becky will give you a game plan, a strategy. Like, okay, this is what we need to do, da-da-da-da-da. Juki, uh, on the other hand, will be like, take a breather, step back, step away from the ledge. <laughs> Think about it, take a deep breath, and then let's know. Let's, let's process this. How can we manage this yeah um so i think it depends on what i'm looking for if i'm if i need mm. somebody to just kind of you know 
calm me down, then I'll go to Njoki. If I need somebody to give me a solution at the same time, I'll be like, Bex, mm. where mm. are you? Yeah. But you, you're calm though too. She is. But what, what does a frazzled Rahma look like? She doesn't look like, you know, <laughs> she doesn't look frazzled. Sorry, okay. that's what I meant to say. No. Um, she doesn't, um, I definitely panic on the inside. I don't, I don't let it, you know, show. And then also I, I know that when I'm panicking, um, nothing good is coming out of it. So I'm just like, okay, my, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, my strategy is always break it down into bite-sized pieces, tackle it one piece mm-hmm. at a time until you That's get good. to the end. Yeah. That's good. So if that, does, if that fills me, then, then of course I need Becky or Njoki or whoever, yeah. but yeah, usually it's very much like, you know, it's okay. We'll figure it out. You know, what's the thing that we can handle right now? So let me take you back to a time where we had a crisis mm-hmm. and I want to hear your thought process on this. So okay. you're right. Uh, Ijeoma Kola, Dr. Ijeoma, hi mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. It was our first live show that we yeah. had public tickets for. Mm-hmm. And we sold online tickets as well as in person. It was really wonderful at Beite Salah in September. Mm-hmm. But before that, in June, we did have another live show here in the studio and we had a guest booked. We had prepped questions, so we had sent the questions to the guests, as we always do. We Mm -hmm. research and send questions to our guests at least 48 hours in advance. We had advertised for all of the audience. We had about 30 people in person Mm -hmm. in the studio. We had advertised to them who it was, so they were excited to Mm -hmm. hear this person. Mm -hmm. And then two hours before the show, the guests are like, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to make it. Mm -hmm. Take me back to Rahma that time and how you manage kind of that moment. I think... let me, I'm trying to remember what exactly I did. It feels like a blur because I was just like, okay. Because I remember you did, I did not know. Yes, yes. I, I remember when I, when I came to you, I was like, this has happened and this is the solution on the table and this is what we're going with, yeah. Um, so actually what's funny is that this, this this situation played out is exactly as I have, I have everybody's personality kind of shines through in the exact way I have described just now. Because I remember being super stressed out and I'm like, okay, bite size what can I do so I start calling I'm like you know we're looking for a backup guest do you have anyone in mind da 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 um and who did you call for that I remember I called I reached out to Eric um at sticks yeah. and stones at the yeah. time and he was just like do you guys really have you have no one else um and I was like we 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 don't <laughs> but at the same time it wasn't a given at this point that our guest wasn't going to make it so i was i was kind of i was anticipating that this was going to happen but so that's badly because people are coming food is ready yeah. it's warming i'm getting makeup on exactly. and the guest is giving us like a kind of unsure like, exactly. like, we have to decide yeah. we so have to do something i was definitely like let me find a backup just in case it doesn't make it um Njoki, came in at that time and so I started talking to her about it and she was just like, okay, I think I can, maybe we can reach out to this person or reach out to this person. But I'm like, I don't We're know how hours, like yeah, nine we need, minutes. We need a quick time. We need quick turnaround time on this thing. So I called Becky and Becky's like, um, I feel like our guest is going to make it, but if not, um, who do you guys have in mind? And Jackie had mentioned her partner. Becky was like, immediately book Jackie's partner just in case. And I was like, you're right. So I talked to Jackie and Jackie reaches out to her partner. And, you know, he says, decide, I mean, Jo is able to make it and he's more than happy to do it, obviously. And he, we're so he thankful. He was we're so, so awesome. thankful. Yeah. He was, it was such an amazing recording. But um, I remember my thought process was like, who can I call? Um I was happy that I looped in both Njoki and Becky into this conversation because otherwise I'd have just been like pulling my hair in the garden, like, 
<laughs> I'm gonna be the guest. Let me put my hair before Lily pulls it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> be the guest. What am I gonna guest. talk about? Um, worst case scenario, I'm gonna be the guest. Worst case scenario, I'll be like, I've been producing this for uh, X amount of months, so yeah. talk to me, you know. But then, yeah, and that that's where the solution came from. And when we came, when I came to talk to Lily, you're getting your makeup done, and you're just like, I was like, okay, this is what we've done. Um, this is this is what happened. This is what we've done, and we're good. And yeah, it happened. We had to now create a new brief for the guest right there on the spot two hours before we, the recording happened. But honestly, it ended up being like one of my favorite episodes. Same. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a, a huge credit to Jean to Stan Mizani. So thank you, Jean. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just the prep of the team. And I think the different skill sets the team has from mm-hmm. solution to calm to just creatively approaching. And I think you even said as you approached me, oh, your makeup looks good. I was like, okay. And then she's like, <laughs> so um, don't panic. Just a little, little change of, you know, thing. I was like, okay. But literally not having a guest is the worst thing that can happen to a podcast. Of course. Technically. Especially a live Yeah, recording. especially a live one when mm-hmm. you've told people such and such will be here. Yeah. yeah. But it worked out really beautifully. We had a it beautiful did. conversation it nonetheless. Did. Yeah. yeah. Becky, what for you behind the scenes event? I'm try- There have been so many. And I think part of it has been sometimes the, the pull of, your other projects, your personal life, and then this weekly thing that's still this machine that has to churn out. So I'm going to take you to our very first episode of the year. I don't mm. know if you remember it. Mm, every very first episode was Abdi Latifta here. Oh, you mean our first, first yes. episode? With the East African sure. correspondent for yeah. the New York Times. So do you remember when we were recording that? It was like New Year's Eve, I think. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was wild. We recorded and edited this. I'm sure Stephen remembers. Yeah. I think he rang in 2023 in the editing booth <laughs> on that event. Yeah. But talk to me about how you manage our personal needs as people, because you, you know, are the head of Sahihi and and also the kind of constant demand. Because even if we're taking a holiday or someone else is it's a you know government holiday, the show is expected to come out because our listeners 100. are all over the world. So yeah. How do you manage some of those pressures, in particular at the beginning of the year when we were all still getting to know each other? So I'm very big on constantly reminding myself that I have a team, but the team is composed of people and people have stuff happening in their lives. This was the new year. Um, it was a new team. I knew that our technical partners had just come off of a big end of year party mm-hmm. um i've worked with them closely in the past so i know how strenuous those last weeks before the event are and how at the end of the event people just want to decompress but we've been having conversations constantly and i will take care of you if you take care of me mm-hmm. so i will do what needs to be done but don't drop the ball because if the ball is dropped you've dropped it on all of us my priority was making sure that you were the host, the tech were tech, and the production were production. Rahma has a young family. Um, so everyone just coming together and ensuring that we do what needs to be done, take care of what we can for the person that isn't able to in that moment so that the show goes on. I have a Swahili saying, Heri punda ikufe, lakini mzigo ifike. Now we don't want the punda to die. It, it, in translation is the donkey can die while doing the job, but the job must get done. In this case, I don't, want the do- I don't want any of the donkeys to die, but the job will get done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, the job will get done. 
And if it can get done and we are all happy with what we're doing, happy in the environment we are creating, happy with the end product. Uh, and this was a virtual recording. So virtual recordings are usually our toughest yeah, they are. to pull through. Surprisingly, they should be the easiest piece, but they're usually the ones where the audio won't audio the light would light, yeah. the lighting won't be lighting, the yeah. something just goes off. Um, but with every fast output, I'm also always just running on the adrenaline and excitement of mm. we're creating something so magical. What will it mm. turn out like? And I'm so glad that was our first one. Yeah. His conversation was amazing. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. We were yeah. excited on the call. Yeah. We did it. We were like, we did. <laughs> on to the next on and once, to 45 more yeah. imagine. imagine and once you yeah. have that first one off the gate it just reassures you that we can do hard things and we can do hard things together yeah oh, that's so beautiful yeah. I was just remembering when you were talking about how hard virtual ones are it's really true even though we had the whole pandemic to get the virtual communication thing sorted as a yeah. as a globe yeah. it is still hard to get sure. good audio yeah. lighting yeah, even we've had time differences twice. I remember we had a guest in Zambia once and once in the U.S. where just the time, you know, the U.S. one, mm -hmm. the time had just changed the day before. Yeah, because of the, the daylight, US, yeah. daylight savings. Yeah. And of course, in Kenya, it doesn't change. Yeah. So then we have a guest who's like not ready at the time yes. we thought and we want to honor our guest time. And, yeah. and All of the video looks good while we're recording. Yes. And then it comes back and it's super compressed. Mm -hmm. It's grainy. Yeah. Or someone's orientation my gosh. gosh. I mean, even having guests from all over the world, you know, poses its own challenges. Challenges. Because, you know, you have to take into consideration, like you said, timing, how yeah. internet con mm -hmm. connectivity, where is the, yes. in that country that they're in, where are they? Are they in the capital city or are they somewhere more remote or, you know, yes. so there's a lot of, a lot of things that go into the planning for all of it. And there's definitely curveballs that, come out of nowhere, especially on recording days. I don't understand why they don't come the day before, but you know. <laughs> we, always on the day on the always moment. on the day of. Do you guys remember Mugambi's recording? That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking yeah. of. Yes. Where? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That show stretched oh us. Yeah. And he's in Mugambi. town. Yeah. It's, he's in town. I think it's actually that recording that made us think, okay, if they're in Nairobi, mm -hmm. we will rather Has just do it on a person. Friday morning, Sunday night, mm -hmm. than to do it virtually. Because yes, those have yes. been some of our toughest with mm -hmm. the Nairobi. Because Abdi was also, I think, yeah, he was in Nairobi at the time. I was yeah. in Kenya as well. And we yes. could have so had hard. him. Yeah. How many yeah. times did we drop off Mugambis before we decided? Oh I can't remember. At least three or four it times. Just, and yeah, and like, and what's <laughs> funny is that Mugambi actually had equipment for his sound. Yeah. For, you know, he was like very well conversant with the, how the whole recording online goes. But still, we were just, it was, it, the thing was not thinking. So not <laughs> thinking at, at all. But yeah, it was so I think, right? Yeah, yeah that day. Yeah. And we've had so many, you know, problem solving. We, after an episode like that, then our next meeting is like, okay, how do we fix it for next yeah. time? So we thought, mm -hmm. okay, we need to send guest bundles. Mm -hmm. We need to send guest uh, mics or mm -hmm. have a, is it called a runner or somebody who's takes the mic to somebody? There's a term mm -hmm. for that that journalists mm -hmm. use. They send the mic to the, the audio guest or whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. we thought of all these things, all things. And then at the end, we just said, nope. We're just going to bring them to studio. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's it. If they're in Nairobi, they, they need to come to studio. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> one of my things that I remember as being a blooper, again, didn't know it at the time until I saw it on screen. Another virtual was Arsema Thomas um, that we recorded somewhere in August, September. And I, she's an actor, you know, so mm -hmm. I wanted to look 
similarly lovely on screen <laughs> as actors are known to be so they came oh. on the show very natural mm -hmm. they were no makeup clean faced beautiful mm -hmm. i on the other hand come on full makeup 20 minutes of makeup on come my face on. and the crowning glory were some magnetic eyelashes <laughs> that i applied myself <laughs> so we do the interview and about halfway through the interview It just started to feel like this was happening on my face. <laughs> like this. And I, I could feel myself doing this. And then I was like, I can't do this. This is a world-renowned actor. I could I need to pull it together. Then I saw the tape. Mm -hmm. I think I actually got mad at the tape. I was like, you guys should have told me. My eyes literally were like this. I would she would ask a question. And I'd be like, that is so fascinating. Thank you so much. My next question, and I would go it was so bad. If you look at that tape, it mm -hmm. is so bad so since that time that was the last time i did my own eyelashes said, no more lashes no more lashes from lily no more lashes from lily i started asking for help in yeah. that department that was so bad yeah that that's so bad. and that's the thing because we're recording it virtually we're watching it nothing seems okay. amiss. Yeah. yeah everything looks fine and then the way your feelings yeah. will be hurt <laughs> And then Stephen sent you that first cut. Yeah. We can had we please yeah. make sure. Can we yeah. please make sure we cut in that clip somewhere here? Within this conversation. We need the, we need the lashes. Guys. That and the wardrobe malfunction. Oh, the one that episode. we okayed from the office over yes, there. That was. Yeah. But when Lily sat here, mm. none of us were catching it from there mm -hmm. yeah. until Stephen sends the tape. Mm. We're like, yo. Yeah. 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 We know how this one is going down. Yeah, yeah. you knew that. I was going to be like, <laughs> hi, Bex. How are you this morning? I see it. Yeah. yeah. I see it. Mm -hmm. I know. Okay. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. oh, and you know, the yeah. thing is, when audio, when podcast started, it was audio products. So yeah. if you look at my first 37 episodes, mm -hmm. I think I did maybe a handful where I had an audience mm -hmm. live. So maybe three, mm -hmm. maybe max. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The rest are all audio. You don't have to look pretty. You don't mm -hmm. have to be dressed up. You just have to have good audio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now the whole podcast world is, is basically a vlog. Mm -hmm. Everybody's vlogging essentially sure. is what it is. And so now the pressure to do hair, makeup, clothing, Ooh, da, yeah. da, 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 da. And nothing like aging on screen. That's a lot of fun. Let me just tell you that. That could be its own <laughs> podcast called Aging on Screen by Lily Bacala Piper. I'm telling you. It. So anyway, it keeps you humble. Keeps you yeah. humble for yeah. sure. Yeah. What has this year taught you? What have you learned from one of our episodes, our guests, or just the process of putting this show together? I would say that, you know, if you keep doing the work, it will pay off. Hmm. And if you if you stay true to the vision, then you it'll definitely, you know, it it shows in the work. Um mm -hmm. I think we've definitely had meetings where we're toying with the idea of having a guest on and we always keep asking ourselves does this you know does this speak to our values is it justice oriented is it joy oriented is it going to add um is it going to delight our listeners i know this is something we keep saying in every in every meeting is this going to delight our listeners and sometimes the answer is no and we keep it moving and then and sometimes we're like this is exactly what we need mm -hmm. or also even just with like um the episode with irungo on the you know conflict i mean uh, the situation in palestine right now um and israel you know, it took us, we definitely had to sit down and, you know, ask ourselves, what do we want to do with this episode? What did, you, what did we want you to say? What do we want people to come out of this yeah. with? And um, it was important for us to speak on it. You know, it was it could have been very easy for us to kind of just say, you know what, we don't, we don't know enough about it. We're kind of worried about what it might do to the brand or its image, but 
at the end of the day, we stay true to our values. Mm-hmm. We, we said the justice needs, we, if we can't call ourselves a podcast that highlights yeah. stories of joy and justice and then try, turn a blind eye when such atrocities are happening mm-hmm. in the world. So I I think that's been my biggest takeaway. Stay true, like just stay true to who you are. Hold your values close to you and also just kind of keep doing the work. Yeah. yeah. That's I appreciate awful. you saying that because it's it's not easy. It would be actually easier for us just to say, Rahma, what do you do on Friday night? Exactly. You know, Becky, what are you buying this season? Mm-hmm. What are you like? It'd be much easier to go a little bit shallow. Yeah. yeah. Not to say that there's not a place. We all I watch a lot of content that's all about what am I wearing and where mm-hmm. am I going, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's not who we are. That's yeah. not who Salam and Hello is. Yeah. And there have been so many times where taking the time to research a topic or have a guest is stretching us either time wise mm-hmm. or emotionally. Mm-hmm. And that having that North Star, I think you're right, is so mm-hmm. important. Otherwise, we'll just be making anything yeah. willy-nilly for ourselves, you know? Yeah. Um, let me pause here really quickly because I hear the background noise. Do you hear the background noise? We're good. We keep going. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think my son was playing music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pouring is that, that what that yes. was? I think okay. so. I'm not sure. We like his music. Uh, mm, we do. We do. We use his music in mm-hmm. our opening. Yes. Look montage. at the transition. Come through with the transition <laughs> statement. Yes. So thank you, Silas, for our opening jingle. We do really love that song. Yeah. Na 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 people. I'm not really yeah. sure what he's saying at all. <laughs> that jingle, but I like it. Yeah. Thank you, Silas. Mm-hmm. Becky, what about for you? What what is what is the show or this year taught you? Um, creatively or professionally or otherwise that who you have around you when you're creating something so personal so tasking on every aspect of your creativity and strategy is very important Mm -hmm. um I highly suspect if we had the wrong people around us during this process we wouldn't have gotten as far as we have yeah um it's the personalities the tenacity the greed the willingness to go over and above that has gotten us this far and that will get us even further. Hmm. So the people that you have in your corner rooting for you and working with you are very mm-hmm. important. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. And and I was talking earlier about this, the changes with technical support. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I should actually appreciate everyone who's helped us throughout this process. Mm-hmm. You know, a huge appreciation to Sticks and Stones, to Snowball, who have hosted our episodes and help produce it you know everybody was meeting us where we were and trying to contribute and then at times we yeah. were like mm, that's not going to say the direction we want to go or even set wise right the first half of the year we didn't mm-hmm. have a set yeah you know we were just kind of filming where we could and trying to figure out what we needed to bring to make it more like us. exactly yeah. we we're bringing in plants we're bringing artwork we're bringing in throws and then eventually we said okay let's just be it's also cheaper and also available to us. Let's just have a studio that's and cute. Available to mm-hmm. Hello, yes. yellow piano. <laughs> Hello. This is actually Hello, people ask artisan. me about this. Yes. <laughs> that's true. Thank you. In fact, love artists, and we're sitting on some of their chairs today. But if you watch the show regularly, mm-hmm. it's actually our teal chairs, the Habibi chairs, that they have partnered mm-hmm. with us to to give us and so we're so grateful thank you sarah and team for mm-hmm. the habibi chairs from love artisan mm-hmm. from nabo studio in the u.s also who send us a partnership contribution that really has helped us sustain yes mm-hmm. so let's talk about the the nitty-gritty not so easy part mm-hmm. around money and budgeting and what it costs to take do a podcast because someone recently said to mm-hmm. me i was saying to them let's do an episode together this is somebody i'm close to personally but i thought it'd be kind of a cool concept and you know and then I said, what dates are you available? And then I'll share it with my team and we'll look and see if the technical team is available. Yeah. And they said, 
we need a technical team. It's just a podcast. I was like, oh, my love. Mm-hmm. Wait, you don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. Yes, it takes a team. It takes a village to put mm-hmm. out these 45-minute yeah. hour-long episodes. And that takes money. So tell us, what's the what's the flip side that has been the other part of what we do, which is trying to keep this thing alive through money? What's worked for us? What hasn't worked for us? What's worked for us is that we have been knocking on every available door that aligns with our values and what we are putting out. Yeah. We have been unapologetic about our ask and we will continue to be mm. because even when we have our first couple of um, companies come on and we do have our first sponsorship that we are very grateful for, we will keep knocking those doors because we're not just doing this for us, but for all the other products that we want to be able to bring to fruition, sorry, through this um, organization. So, yeah, we've pitched. We've pitched. Sure. We've had meetings. (laughs) We've done presentations and reworked presentations. We've worked on trailers so that where we are not able to use words, we have our product speaking for us. And that's actually been a very useful product because it's traveled so much further than our pitch documents and our meetings can go that I believe there are conversations that we are yet to have because of the things that we have put out there. We've reached out to networks. We've used the six degrees of separation. Someone who knows someone who can introduce us to someone. And we are only just beginning to feel the fruits of all of that hard work. But we won't stop. We will keep going because what we're putting out is an exceptional entity. And we are building something larger than just this podcast. And we definitely need all of the resourcing that we can put together. We're so grateful that our executive producer has enabled this to keep going. Um, But we want to be able to give you the support to keep the doors open and to keep to make this larger. You can't come to us, say less. Yeah. We're on our way to you in Addis <laughs> or Lagos or New York or wherever. Also because certain offerings are done better in person when you're able to experience the world that these people are telling you about. And we want to give that to our audience. Yeah, so we are knocking on those doors. We are not. We have stayed knocking since Mad. day one. Yeah. It was like create yeah. content, knock doors. Come on. Create content, and knock doors. Yeah. Again, just, to, just to speak to that is... Um, Again, ensuring that we've been, and I keep saying this, but ensuring that we remain consistent has been the thing that mm. has enabled us to even keep, you know, knocking on doors. And because, you know, we always have content, we always, we're always putting something out so that, you know, we, even when you're approaching people, it's, it's the work is there, the episodes are there, the content is there, even the growth is there. You can track it from yeah. the first episode we released to now, how, you know, how, how much our listenership has grown, how much our, our following has grown on Absolutely. social media, Sharon Joki, mm-hmm. um, how much our engagement has, has grown as well. You know, all those things kind of, you know, have, have come a long way. They've come, we've come a long way with every aspect of building this thing continuously. And, um, you know, it's, like Becky said, we're we're starting to see the fruits of that labor. We just, you know, we just can't. It's it's always like we can't we can't stop now. Yeah. We have to keep going. And just to piggyback on what Rachma is saying, it's really the teamwork that we have that enables us to produce the content, have the guests coming in, and still have the meetings going on. So we'll each reach out to our networks, get the meetings going, 
Rahma is our deck queen, so she'll be working on the presentations with our graphic designer. Joki will get us the stats that we need for social media. You and I are taking meetings. If we have more than one meeting that day, we'll split up. Yeah. It's really the power of building as a community. As a community and a community of women, I have to say, no disrespect to our, our brothers. Please say we appreciate it them. But yeah. I think the ability of this team to multitask at the level at which we will, we will have, we have had many days where we have had a pitch meeting, a development of a new deck, and a recording with a brand new guest, because every guest is brand new to yes. us, all in the same day. Yeah. Outfit changes, location changes, mm. mental <laughs> switching between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've really appreciated the team's ability to just do that and it is hard i think it's important to just say it is hard it's worthwhile work but it is it is we want to put out an excellent product mm-hmm. so that means careful careful edits and again appreciation to our technical team for taking those edits sometimes on a sunday night on a monday morning early before the episode drops on tuesday to yeah. change this 30 second clip and yes we do send things back for a 30 second a 20 second adjustment and Stephen, to your credit today, you said to me, I want to give you a product that you love. And so knowing that we also have that technical support makes a difference yes. mm-hmm. uh, because we, we want to respect our listeners' time. When someone gives you their time, to me, that's their most precious commodity, mm-hmm. you know. So, But let's talk about what hasn't worked. What's, what are some things that maybe we were doing that we've left behind that were just not worth our time or energy? I'll start. Because mm-hmm. the one thing I think Please. about immediately is like we've stopped posting on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're just like, okay, where is our audience? Where do they live? Mm-hmm. So we saw they're on Instagram. They are on TikTok mm-hmm. increasingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube has really always been a, basically a podcast yeah. <laughs> now that we all have to do visual. Mm-hmm. So we stopped putting en- energy into like a Facebook strategy, a Twitter strategy, or even creating, you know, formatting it for those platforms. And that's mm-hmm. been, I think, a good move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have done some stuff. We have automated some stuff like the, the, mm. the introduction letter, the follow-up letter. They're the same. Mm-hmm. It's copy-paste, we're just adjusting. So mm-hmm. we've automated some systems, which I think have been good for us. Yeah. yeah. What are some things that we're not doing anymore that just we thought, no, no, it's not us? We've we've streamlined a lot of our processes, yeah. that, um, and that was a function of sometimes um, in the beginning we're kind of you know we we want to edit a document. I mean, sorry, not a document. Like we're editing an episode, and everybody's reaching out to our tech team at different times to say, right. "This is these are my edits, and these are my edits, mm. and these are my edits." And it's like, say, "Okay, can we just kind of um, consolidate maybe all this all this communication and all this the editing process, making it more streamlined to make sure yeah. that you know." Uh, feedback is given quickly and then the product we, we receive the product quickly as well um, like you said reaching out to guests like instead of um, kind of drafting a new message every time you want to reach out to a guest we have our standard template this is who we are we love your work we love that you, what you've done with xyz and we would want to have you on the show yeah. would you be willing and it's you know and it's kind of it's simplified things so even when i step away for a week and I'm not around, then somebody else is able to just kind of pick, pick it up, it up yep. and like continue going, um, which makes things a lot a lot easier. But before before we got to that point, you know, obviously it was a lot of um, figuring it out. You know, sometimes <laughs> you're like, does it sound like Lily? I don't know. Does it sound like Rahma? Who's, who wrote this email? So it's just kind of like creating a, a coherent voice and a cohesive mm, voice that, really you know, important. that... If it it doesn't matter who reaches out to the person or who's booking or who's you know scheduling the recording, it's in the salam and hello voice. Mm, so yeah. you know this is the salam and hello team that has reached out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. 
Becky, advice for new creatives. Um, we've kind of talked about what worked for us, maybe some things that we're not doing anymore. Yeah. But when you think about somebody else who wants to produce a new podcast or a new creative project of any kind, what's what, where would you say they should start? After they have decided what that thing is and are very clear on what their niche is, who they are talking to, um, don't do it alone. You can always find find allies um, that can help you create and you might not have the funding to pay them for, but in this day and age, you can always butter services yeah. for services. Mm-hmm. So I'm an accountant. I want to start a podcast on accounting um, and you're a videographer. I'll butter you accounting services for your videography professional skills. Before you know it, we have a podcast going on and know what everyone's role is when they're doing the job. So just to piggy on what Rahma said, even on this set, in the very beginning, we were all doing everything. Right. So Rahma and I would both be producing, both be giving instructions, both be coming to veto the last frame. And I would also do the on same the camera thing. Like, also and you'd come and do the thing as well. <laughs> but now we're very clear on who does what and everyone owns their chain of command because it just makes it easier for people to know this is who I pick up on for this and that. So have a team or a group of allies, co-create, create together, be very clear who you want to speak to, what your niche thing is, and then just do it. Don't, just do it. Yeah. don't overthink yeah. it. Don't overproduce it. Don't you, you learn as we go. Yeah. yeah. Feel fast, but feel forward. Mm. Yeah. And mm. even the feedback that we get, some of it might be a little harsh in the beginning, but that's also how you get better. Wait, wait, what was harsh? Me? No, I mean, like when you're failing. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Failing is harsh. Yes. When you're starting and you're failing and people yeah. are coming on your YouTube yeah. to comment yeah. and be like, yeah. Oof, I mean, true. what was that? Yeah. What was that is a way for you to figure it out for the next episode and the next episode and the next episode. Also, once you've put yourself out in the public eye, if you're willing to receive the love, be willing to receive the negative feedback as well. It comes with what you have exposed yourself to. Instead of thinking of it as negative feedback, look at it as a way to adjust or not. Because not everything you get out True. there is for you. Is yeah. necessary for yeah, you to adjust. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's been, have there been times where we, I'm trying to think back to when we've gotten negative feedback and how we handled it? Um, I can think of uh, two instances. Um, I think the first one would be when we first had uh, the episode with Kevin Washiro. Mm, when yes. we when our, when we dropped the Instagram reel in on uh yeah, on Instagram. Mm. And somebody someone someone's comments were, you know, very much not not in support of the conversation that we yeah. were having and I think for us at, at, at initially uh, you know, we yeah. were kind of shocked and didn't know how to handle it and um I can't remember what we did. I, I think remember. I remember deleting at least okay. one comment. Yeah. And I remember, I think, I think you or Becky said, yeah. don't delete, don't delete it. Mm-hmm. again. There. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. So, you know, it was like maybe engage with the person in a way that kind of, you know, 
like ask them questions have you listened to the entire episode have you engaged with the episode in its entirety mm. as opposed to just kind of like this 30 second clip because obviously what you see in social media you might not want you might not go into youtube and listen to the whole or watch the whole thing or listen yeah. to the whole thing on you know wherever you get your podcast but you react to that one clip and but it was such an incredible conversation in its entirety and that person has missed out on all, that entire you know yeah. conversation um and this happened also with this is the same thing that happened with alaba's episode where yeah. you know she was talking she was talking about the skin skin bleaching industry and somebody was again like that doesn't really happen here anymore and you know we what and it, we res- I, i don't think we responded but alaba responded and her sentiments were very much the same you know have you engaged with the episode in its entirety have you you know i don't have i can't speak to the kenyan context but this is very true in the zambian context and you know it's very it's yeah. a very real thing colorism is a very real thing just because you're not experiencing it doesn't mean someone else in the out, yeah. out there in the world isn't um as well so i think we've had uh, we've learned to kind of you know deal with those things a little better like yeah. you see the comment we don't delete it but we just kind of encourage that person to kind of you know reflect on the the whole thing don't don't take this snippet that you get on social media to be to be a representative of the entire episode although the you know there are very profound moments that we share on yeah. social media yeah. um but our conversations are so amazing and timeless and you know if you just take the time to engage with them you you'll you'll, you'll yeah. learn something from them yeah. yeah i think so what do you think the value though is of that criticism i think i'm just thinking about even for myself what i've learned from mm. that feedback and You're right, it definitely feels different now than it did in March, which yeah. is when I think Kevin's episode came out, maybe March, mm-hmm. April. Yeah. To Alaba's which was in October. That's, mm-hmm. you know, six months gap where we had a chance to learn and grow and stretch. What do you think though the value of critique and criticism is? Because it comes, we do yeah. hear things. Yeah. Um Yeah, even me as an Ethiopian in a Kenyan yeah. media space, I've constantly of self-aware about what does that mean and yeah. is that a good thing or a less than yeah. you know what are your thoughts on that Becky There are some people who will come on and they'll give you really good feedback mm. so I don't look at that as criticism may it may rub me the wrong way because it may be anti something that I thought we did really well and they're saying actually you could have done this better but on the socials that's a really the case yeah yeah that's yeah. really the case people will come on to bash there's a lot of projecting of people's own whatever is happening internally or in their world on other people mm-hmm. um so i've learned to look at it with a different set of glasses where i'm able to sift through like i said not everything that is put out there it may be good feedback but it may not be the right feedback for us because mm-hmm. we are very clear on what we are putting out and what the intention is who our audience is and what the call to action we are hoping for at the end of that episode is so while they may be well meaning with their feedback may not be the right yeah. feedback for yeah. us because they don't know why we put out what we put out but some of it I'll look at it and I'll be like yeah, yeah. yeah. actually next week let's do this differently guys yeah. this person took the time and they analyze this thing and this is how they think we should the lighting is too harsh okay Yeah. <laughs> Let's soften it. Yeah. Lily needs to swap seats. Swap. Yeah. Let's see how yeah. it looks. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And I think when it comes to the content um sometimes you know we might because we we spend a lot of time together we are one team and while we have differing opinions on certain things sometimes you know we might be we're very aligned on 
other things, Same right? Thing. So um, I feel like when the criticism comes and sometimes it sh- it shines a light on like something that you hadn't considered. Mm. And I'm like, oh, we really never thought about it this way. I'm trying to think of a specific example. I know the feeling. I know we've had experiences yeah. where we're like, oh, okay, maybe we didn't, you know, we didn't see that side of this conversation or we haven't, we didn't really consider that. Mm. Um, and maybe um, and maybe that <clears throat> then becomes our it's kind of it broadens our thinking when we're every time we're looking at episodes and we're now trying to be as you know nonpartisan and very objective with our with how even though we have people that we celebrate on the yeah. on the show we know that sometimes you know this might be a controversial topic so we may, we need to handle it delicately and make sure that you know everybody yeah. who's watching it is you know is aware that we see we see them and we appreciate yeah, yeah their stance on certain things Ijoma's episode. Hmm. Yeah. Ijoma's episode first was our most interactive in terms of comments. And it also helped us see how we may have focused a lot more on the personality, but thankfully the conversation veered to the work Mm -hmm. and the work is what got people. So, and I think this is something you brought up in our last production meeting where you said, maybe we need to pay a little bit more attention to beyond the personality, which we always do, but a little bit more, mm-hmm. just work focus. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I think that we were thinking about it as people, when they look at content, they're also looking at their themselves. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going through right now? Mm-hmm. What, how do I see myself in this conversation? Mm-hmm. If they can't see themselves there, they may mm-hmm. or may not engage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a, a someone sent me a message this week um, about the Titsi episode that mm-hmm. we just did, Titsi Dangarembwa, the Zimbabwean author. Mm-hmm. And um, so one was from a Zimbabwean who's like, oh, we adore her here. Mm-hmm. So glad you're, you're interviewing her, which reminded me that we are a pan-african platform mm-hmm. and so we have to live that out in the content we put out yeah which i want to talk about in a second about being in the kenyan context mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. that means for us but then the other person was you know just saying um they hadn't read any of their books they're a new writer themselves and they looked at it completely differently mm-hmm. it wasn't about her being zimbabwean or being a woman it was just about being a writer mm-hmm. and what they were taking from it as themselves as mm-hmm. a writer and some of the craft they mm-hmm. can learn from her mm-hmm. so it's hard you know because we want to delight our listeners and mm-hmm. some of them are going to be delighted because this is a person they identify with mm-hmm. for any number of reasons. And then other times they're just delighted because it came to them at a time where it was right for them. And so we have some misses in there. Yeah. There's some episodes where we didn't get the traction we thought we yeah. were going to. And other times we're surprised. Like, I, And I will keep mentioning Alaba's, but... You know, I was surprised and I thought people were going to resonate with her because she's a Rhodes Scholar and we have somebody who has a kind of globally validated mm-hmm. indicator of their academic mm-hmm. you know, contributions. This mm-hmm. is somebody who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But really it was because people could relate to the mm-hmm. topic. So mm-hmm. even if it was just us, maybe. Alaba is also special. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to take away the fact that she was the mouthpiece for mm-hmm. the conversation. But I just really saw that that topic was important to people. Yeah. They want to mm-hmm. understand it. They are engaging with it in mm-hmm. their own lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that does delight people when mm-hmm. they can see themselves yeah. in the show. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the Kenyan mm-hmm. media creative landscape, which both of you know very well. And that's the industry that you work in yeah. exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm aware that we've also been chatting for a while. So maybe just in brief, what for each of you would be something that you're thinking that, number one, you want Salam and Hello to contribute to that creative industry here? And then mm-hmm. secondly, is there space in a Kenyan creative economy for non-Kenyan voices? Um, I'll start with the second question. Sure. Um, I think a thousand percent yes, if Salam and Hello has shown us anything, is that, you know, where you've been on the continent for 16 years, 
when I get this right, and in Kenya for the last 12. Thank yeah. you, Rahma. Thank you um, for knowing me. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for knowing me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like we should swap sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yes, you have, you do have, you know, you've been in, on, in the country for a while, but still it just goes to show that, you know, your worldview is very worldly and um, you there's, there's that to add to this space, right? Um if we have more Ethiopians, if we have more Tanzanians, more Ugandans, more Cameroonians, wherever you may come from, then I think adding those voices to to the Kenyan creative industry, all that does all that does is make it uh, a much richer tapestry that mm-hmm. we can continue to you know weave into and add you know and and add stories and um, people who just make this experience more valuable for everyone, yeah. right? Um, I don't think. I don't think we need, I think the continent has a lot of talent and a lot of power. And I feel like if we just kind of embrace that, then mm. a thousand percent, um, we just, we, everyone benefits, right? And mm. we, we kind of, and it also spreads our message wider and further across, mm. right? So it, what yours, what we, what when you're speaking to the Kenyan creative space, you're not just speaking to the Kenyan creative space. You're speaking to a Pan African space, and mm, yeah. your voice becomes a Pan African voice instead yeah. of a Kenyan voice, right? Yeah. Um, that was the that's what I think about that. But what was the first? Well, the first one was about kind of what what we want. Salam and hello. Oh, such a good and maybe Becky can take that. But yeah. I, yeah. But I but I want to just push you, not push you, mm-hmm. you Rahma, but push mm-hmm. on this idea continually mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. non-Kenyan voices in this space because mm-hmm. we've seen our Kenyan audience grow. Yeah, it's probably one of the things I feel most proud about. Yes. Um, but then I think that it's all the imposter syndrome feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how can I? acknowledge be in this space and not just speak to elite Kenyans mm-hmm. or just Nairobians mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and I think in this last or recent episode we did around uh the war in Palestine one of the things that we were trying to achieve is also acknowledge what's happening in the continent mm-hmm. like we of course acknowledge and are heartbroken for what's happening mm-hmm. in Palestine in Israel but we are equally devastated and paying attention to Congo. Mm-hmm. We are equally concerned about the 19 million kids not in school in Sudan. Mm-hmm. You know, we are very much connected to the heartache in Ethiopia that is feels never ending. Mm-hmm. And in the top of all of that, here in Kenya, mm-hmm. we have our own, like this debt crisis is mm-hmm. yeah. crushing people. Mm-hmm. So I always feel the sense of like, I've got to acknowledge the ground on which I'm standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah but do it in an authentic way. And I don't mm-hmm. speak Kiswahili. Mm-hmm. So there's that gap. So I don't know, when you think about that as if you flip the switch now and you're the consumer, you're the mm-hmm. listener, mm-hmm. and you come across a product like this that's yeah. not a Kenyan at the forefront, not a Kiswahili in the, anywhere yeah. <laughs> in the background, mm-hmm. even though I try my little Kidogo words. Uh, <laughs> try. How does that land with you as consumers? Becky, maybe you can reflect on that. You know, because you consume I like content. I do. Yeah. And I consume a lot of local content. Yeah, you do. You're the, always the one who's like, we need to talk about this, this is happening yeah. here. And I'm like, who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's that again? And then you, mm-hmm. I've gotten into some hot water for not knowing who some people are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, because I consume a lot of local content, I know that there's places I can plug into if that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking for a Swahili-speaking, Kenyan-born, um, Kenyan producing content type of podcast or other media offering. I know where to get that. Yeah. But this is different because you're looking at what's happening in the country from 
the lens of someone who's in the country, but possibly not of the country, but of the continent. Um, and the thing that makes your conversation so engaging, and I promise I'm not saying this just to hype you, <laughs> is your curiosity. Mm. Um, you do not have access to all of the information, but you're highly in tune with your curiosity that you want to know it from their perspective. And I think that's an even, that's what makes what we do on Salam and Hello so special, mm -hmm. that you don't come in with your Kenyanness mm -hmm. and your, I know how this is affecting us. This is about us. It's your, I really want to get it from your perspective. Mm -hmm. um, I resonate with what's happening here as an African, as a child of the continent, a child of the soil. Mm -hmm. But I want to get it from your perspective. I want you to nuance it for me. Yeah. So if I'm looking for a Swahili speaking show, I know where to get that. Mm -hmm. But I know what it is that I get when I come on Salam and Hello. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's joy, it's justice, it's curious conversations. And even when I have someone watching, when I'm watching someone that's been interviewed somewhere else, I always know that the conversation will take a different direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so you've, you've answered the first question. Yeah. It's just what, we, what do we want to contribute? And it, it yeah. is that, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But also in addition to what we want to contribute, um, the Kenyan creative economy is really buzzing right now. Mm -hmm. There's something that happened right after the pandemic that's been beautiful to watch. And yeah. we've gone from a place where people used to talk about being creatives, I'm a director of photography on paper, but not having been actively engaged in the creative economy for years and years and years. Yeah. But then we've had a lot of people coming in. There's a lot of interest on in, in the continent and in Kenya in specific. And so we've had a lot of jobs creation. Mm -hmm. So I know that what we are offering is definitely timely. We have been creating jobs on Salam and Hello. Yeah. We will continue to create jobs in Salam and Hello, but we will also keep uh, um, giving a spotlight to our own rock stars. There was a time when you want, when you asked people who their heroes were in music or in acting, and people would always call out Europeans or mm -hmm. people from America. Or but now we can talk about Saudi Soul yeah. and have mm -hmm. them on Salam and Hello. Yes, we because can. this is where we showcase and spotlight <laughs> the goats. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I definitely feel like what we're doing is so timely mm -hmm. and we've barely scratched the surface. Yeah. yeah. We're just getting started. Yeah. So it. sharing a spot. So being a part of this vibrant creative economy renaissance and also continuously shedding a spotlight on our superstars, our heroes, the ones that have been, um, that are already well known and the ones that are yet to be well known. Yeah. That conversation we had with those Gen Zs, Mm -hmm. A lot of those guys are going to be so big in this industry in years to come. There was that one kid who's an artist manager. Yeah. Um, the yeah. kids that used to handle our audio Rick, and yeah. production yeah. and those Rick ones. And yeah, shout out Rick, Ernest, Thomas. You, when Theo they're receiving Silas, their yeah. Oscars and their Grammys, <laughs> yeah. they better remember yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm, hmm. Yeah. That's so, so positive. I, I, you know, we really are, I think what everything both of you are saying just is saying to me that we are really trying to be who we say we are and mm. our values, the way we work, who we work with, who we spotlight, who mm. we promote. So let me turn the camera again inward to us as we kind of wrap down okay. our conversation. We, this is going to be a three hour episode. That's okay. <laughs> Stephen, just enjoy. 
Um, I'm so surprised by how long we've been here talking. Yes, because you guys were at the beginning. I was like, like this is going to be sharp <laughs> and short. Yeah, in fact, we usually have Rahma st- standing there with the 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah. I have no idea how long we have talked. Stevie, you're an following hour? us. About an minutes. hour, 10 minutes. No way. Wow. Okay. Let's okay, wrap this, this land wow. is play. But I have two more things I want to ask. Okay, so first of all, um, we're going to look inward. Mm-hmm. Um, what can I do better? We. Come it's on. like she wants our contract to end. It's <laughs> <laughs> ah, that bad. That's what you say. So bad. It's contract ending. Wow. <laughs> Guys, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> uh, what huh. can I do better? I know that I have two or three things in my mind. But I for us? Things. No, for me, what I can do better. Oh. Hey, Rahma. Mm-hmm. Re- say it. Release. Please don't sink. Relax, relate, release. You go fast. Release. Yeah, make way. You're not making eye yeah. contact with me anymore. Right? <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> I think it's just you know. I think it's definitely when something is your baby and it's close to your heart. You know, you really want to be close to all the elements. But you know. We got this. We got you. Don't worry. Don't stress. So diplomatic. Please I don't know if you work in creative. your <laughs> governance. You're like so diplomatic. So you're saying I'm too invested in micromanaging. No, no. I don't, I don't call Becky's not okay. saying that. Okay, so I'm, I'm not saying... I'm, I'm going from... I'm like, I'm like, this are we gonna, POV, I'm like, is this, the, is this going to be in the final cut? I'm oh, like, yes. could, could you cut this, this, cut opening, this out? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't know if I would call it micromanaging it's just that you know it's definitely you know i we get it it's your this is your baby, baby and you and you you see you want to see it through it's just um sometimes i mean even when you're feeling overwhelmed you still want to you know yeah. be so sometimes it's okay to just be like okay i'm feeling overwhelmed i'll step back i have a team for that reason so and that's what we're here for we're here to mm-hmm. kind of support you and make sure that this thing happens the way in your vision and in our vision now, yeah. yeah. So now we've we've all unanimously decided, and we've talked about it, and we know that we have the same vision. Oh. That is a that is the yeah. ground we stand on. So don't yeah. worry, you, you, you can trust that you know mm-hmm. the thing will be done. Thank you, Rahma. Yeah. I you've never disappointed for sure. I've never yeah. been like, can we do this or we should do this or still, and it's not happened. Ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, it, I think it's the the hand, the fingers are hands are too long into yeah. the, into the soup or. Some idiom like that. Too many cooks. I don't know what it is. Something like that. Long fingers in the soup, Becky. So tell me, Becky, what do you think I could do better? Not as a host or as a partner in this thing. I think you're doing really well as a host. Mm. And as a partner, you could trust, just trust, period. But ultimately, I know that being the executive producer bit is a little heavy on your shoulders. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want you to keep walking the assurance that this isn't coming to an end. Yeah. We'll just keep pivoting. I feel like that's the thing that's constantly at the back of your head. Of your head, and I get it as a yeah. business owner myself. I get it. I know there's times when you're always like, "Yo, this is it." If we don't figure out how to make this next three contracts work, I don't know how I'm going to continue sustaining the team. Um, but I also know as a believer that there's times when you have to walk in faith and just in the audacity of your gifts, your talents, and the product that you're putting out there and that people will resonate with it. Mm. So for me, it's let's not have an end. Let's just have infinity. And beyond. 
and beyond. Yeah. That's very inspirational. Thank you both for your constructive <laughs> feedback. I'll put it in the job performance reviews. <laughs> um, I told you, Rahma. You know, the thing is, the funny thing is, I thought you guys were also going to say stuff like, I definitely feel that because there have been at least one time mm. I remember. I almost definitely was like, that's it. This is fun. Mm. Peace. Mm. I'm out. I'm mm. done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I almost felt broken by the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and that's a very real feeling because, like yeah. you said, when you're up at 3 a.m. for like, the eighth week in a row or yeah. when yet another contract does not go through yeah. or yet another person does not pull through on their, you know, seemingly enthusiastic engagement with your product. And all of a sudden something you thought was definitely going to happen does not happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it's no way. It's hard to not take it personal or not feel exhausted yeah. by it. But, you know, the other thing that I do a lot of is I, I say the words, um, I think. Mm. I was listening to some podcasts yesterday. I was editing one and I was like, why am I saying I think all the time? I just know. I just need to delete the words, I think. No, you've gotten better. But I say it a lot, don't I? In the beginning, you used to say yeah. a whole lot of it. Yeah. But, no, yeah. I, and I used to talk after everybody talks. I'd be yeah. like, mm, mm, Yeah. Uh-huh, Ooh, ooh uh-huh. I have one piece okay. of feedback for you. <laughs> Here it comes. This is you. Okay. The whole time someone Nodding. is talking. And it's non-stop. It's Sometimes so bad. I'm usually like, can she make it longer? <laughs> so it's like the up and down, the it's up kind of like... and down. <laughs> but it also just shows just how good a listener yeah. you are. Yeah. Sometimes I actually, not even sometimes, a lot of times I watch how other people interview so mm. I can improve my own skills. Yeah. So I was doing that this weekend. And of course, like the, the shining star example perfection person in the world is Oprah. Auntie Oprah. Mm-hmm. Auntie Oprah. But yeah. I also was like, she also has, you know, 25 years on me. So yeah. I'll get there. But but then there are a lot of other people and I try and pick up some styles because you're right. I am definitely like, but that is, I think, to make up for saying, aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, instead of doing that, I'm just doing it with my body. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Stephen, I'm always like, cut me out. Cut me out of the face. Go yeah. to a white truck. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I see myself bouncing off the stage. But, yeah. Okay, last question before we wrap. What's our dream? What do we want next in 2024? Where our hopes set either a guest we want to book, a topic we want to tackle, an opportunity we want to seize. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah is on Love our vis- is on our Noah. vision board. He is. He's on the yeah. vision board. Um, yes. I feel like that's the that's a guess that we would definitely. And he started a podcast. Yes. yes. And actually, um, so I saw so I saw like a post on LinkedIn, and somebody was talking about how there's a lot of great podcasts from, you know, all over the world, but they don't really have a grasp on the African perspective, and they're like, so what, you know, I'm looking for podcast recommendations around this, you know the space, you know, people who kind of get the African perspective and like communicate it well. And he was like, here are some of my recommendations. And he goes, Trevor Noah's podcast was the first one. And then it, and then the second line was, would Lily Bekele Piper's uh, Salam and Hello be the solution? And now, or something, Our something work here is done. Something <laughs> along those lines. I said, you say Trevor Noah, and then you said Salam hey. and Hello. I was just like, Listen, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Yeah. We're, we're getting closer. When somebody is thinking about Trevor Noah and thinking about us within the same conversation, mm. we're getting there. Yeah, Getting there. Cheers mm-hmm. to that. We're about mm-hmm. to break up on a bottle after this show. So hey. That. That hey. Was, yeah. Trevor Noah a dream, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bex, how about, what do, you, what do you see as a dream hope for, for 2024? Not just guests. Anything. Because on guests, I have cousin Lupita, Auntie mm. Oprah, mm-hmm. Uncle Tyler. <laughs> um, but for this to be one of the many offerings that we are working on, mm-hmm. um, we have 
dreams to open up a studio to be able to incubate other podcasters mm-hmm. um, and other creative offerings on the continent. We don't want what we are creating here to die with us. So we definitely want to be an outpouring to the younger generation to be able to give them the skill sets and the resources and for us to be able to equip them to keep growing what we have here. So as the creative space is growing on the continent, I want us to be a part, a big, 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 big fundamental part of that growth and impact, not just in words, but in action also and also in policy. For us to be able to have the kind of guests on this podcast and our other offerings such that we can be able to bring in some change uh, in our advocacy work to policy with the creative, some taxation here, some rebates here, or the president is doing this because Salam and Hello have pushed for it. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love how you're thinking. I think that's so mm-hmm. important. Plus one to both of what both of what you have said. Mm-hmm. Um, if I think about guests, there, there's so many. One person I hope we really have in 2024 is Timnet Gebru. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to be head of ethics for Google. She's mm-hmm. an Eritrean computer scientist, now started her own foundation and organization and i think as ai interrupts our yeah. lives more and more yeah. for good and sometimes for not yeah i i'm so delighted that at the helm of how ai is developing and how people are thinking about it critically is an african woman mm-hmm. yeah. from east africa and mm-hmm. I, I really hope we can get her on That's to talk so about this more mm-hmm. yeah and then wally soinka mm-hmm. playwright the yeah. nigerian playwright mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. one of a kind um yeah. top top of the list mm-hmm. um there's so many but um and, you know, as I think about what's next, too, earlier in this year, we talked about doing some short films, mm-hmm. about taking our podcast episodes when they really land with us a certain way and following that mm-hmm. story outside of the studio, mm-hmm. taking that story on a trip and following it to its roots. I really want to see 2024 at least bring one of those stories to a short film. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. We just need partners. But yes, they're let's coming. do it. They're coming. See, this is why you need a, <laughs> yeah. a team because I'm definitely like, they're not coming. Like, they're, like, they're on their way. Actually, they're on their way. I'm like, I didn't invite them. She's like, I did. <laughs> so we need that team. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, before I let you go, you know what's coming. What's your favorite drink? <laughs> Coffee. Kahawa's king. Right now, I am really feeling, can I plug in a brand? Why not? Hey. So Java House have this peppermint mocha. Okay. Friends. For the holidays. Mm. Let me tell you, when I tell you Christmas is Christmasing. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's Java doing the thing. Mocha. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also like the malindi macchiato. I love mm-hmm. the malindi macchiato. Yeah. But then I always say low sugar. I like, like, give me all the flavor. Yeah. Cut the sugar a bit, but I love. That's not my testimony. That's my. <laughs> no. No. Cutting you don't sugar. That's not my testimony. No. Hilarious. <laughs> That is mm. not God's call for your life. Nope. That's not, not your not ministry. Not at all. <laughs> That's not our ministry. <laughs> okay, Rahma, what's your favorite drink? Um, it's, okay. <laughs> it's not a PG program. I'll say I'm passion iced tea. Yes, okay. I'm a passion iced tea. Yeah. Rahma, you're lying. Uh, do you make it at home or what? From Java. We have exactly. space on our lower thirds yes. for your logo. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the space on the lower, the middle, and top. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but you. I'll say, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Passion iced tea. Yeah, okay. I'll keep it. I'll keep it. I'll keep yeah. it. Yeah. Today. I'll leave it there. Yeah, I'll leave it there. We'll do Rahma after dark. Ask her what her favorite drink is. And, um, 
think I've talked about my favorite drink. People have asked me. Mm-hmm. You can times. say it again, please. Well, the problem is I have so many. Mm-hmm. It just I am so influ- uh, I'm a chameleon. Like mm-hmm. when you say yeah. java, I'm like that's my favorite drink. Yeah. Has passion I'm like I love passion juice. So <laughs> I am not. I love a cold sparkling water though. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's me too. My, yeah, mm-hmm. when I need yeah. like a pickup, wake me up. Mm-hmm. Cold sparkling water does it for me, for mm. sure, amongst other things. <laughs> hey. Hey. Okay, so, ladies, I am really looking forward to hearing what your response is to this because you two both have brought me tremendous joy. Aww. I feel like I start off as a business opportunity contractor, but you have become friends. We have mm-hmm. celebrated birthdays together, mm-hmm. life events. We have been up late at night, early in the mornings. We've shared meals. I felt I feel so fortunate that you are a part of my life, mm-hmm. truly, and you bring me joy. I'm so grateful well, for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, thank you. on that note, what yeah. is bringing you joy today, Miss Moikia? Mm-hmm. Well done. Mm-hmm. Which I said the first time. Today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what is bringing you joy? Two things. Number one, and forever on my number one list, is my family. Mm. I love those guys. Mm-hmm. They are my everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom is home for the holidays, so it's good to have everyone together. Love my brothers, love their kids and their families. And second on my joy list is there is a certain production that we have been pitching for since September 2022. Mm. And we just got green late last week on Friday. Let me tell you, the way the joy is bubbling and <laughs> overflowing. <That's> awesome. <laughs> But we've also yeah. stepped into a bit of imposter syndrome. You know, when you want something yeah. so much, mm. then you're like, this is my ministry. That is my ministry. the chair and founder. Yeah. 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 We hope we can oh, be able to come here and yucky. speak on it soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have the mic. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank wow. you. That's awesome. You know, what's funny is that, like, I knew this was coming. You're not Somehow. ready. I'm still not ready for it. Um, What's bringing me joy? I don't know if I can, if I can, if I can afford to not say my son, Kinza, cute little boy. Sana. Daddy, you know, he's, and he's also so sweet and he's talking now and it's just so interesting to see his personality mm. come alive and to see, and to be like, oh my God, like you're actually funny and you're actually, you know, quirky <laughs> and I can see myself in the way you do this and that and I can see your dad in the way you do X and Y and that's really dope. Um, it's uh, it's a journey that I continue to treasure, and you know, just kind kind of embracing and nurturing it. Um, the other thing I think this conversation has been just reflecting on it has just kind of made me realize how much we've just we've been doing this year, and how much work we've put in, and you know, how much impact it has had in each of our lives. It's really it's really mm. it's really great just to kind of sit down and be able to reflect with the team that you've been building with. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah. that's definitely been a highlight for me yeah. for today. That's awesome. Yeah. We have some one. celebrating to do before the year end. For sure. For sure. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. to, yeah, celebrate this year. We have to ask sure. you what's bringing you joy. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you know, I yeah, I probably have two things too, and I'll probably try not to say exactly what you said, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely my family too. I was thinking about this year felt like a big one between launching a business, mm-hmm. sending two sons off to the next chapter of their lives. Um, so I, when I sit down in bed at night, I just feel my cup is so full. Mm. So I am. I realize I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not always um, a cup half full person. I can mm. be half empty. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I think about my family, I, it's my. It's just my 
cup is overflowing. Yeah. They continue to teach me and love me, and I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second thing that's bringing me joy is, you know, I've spent my entire career not in this space, mm-hmm. but wanting to be in this space. So I remember being 16 and telling my family, at the time, TV news was kind of the only way you could mm-hmm. get into this space and yes. storytelling, yeah. impact, influence, culture. Yeah. And so I thought, I want, I want to be a news anchor. And, you know, um, not my parents, but another person in the family just said, oh, you shouldn't do that because it's risky. And mm. so it kind of killed the dream inside me. And mm. I've kind of been chasing it ever since. Gotten close sometimes, but never, ever stepped into it. And so even though we have big dreams yet realized, I do feel incredibly proud and joyful that we took a risk. And mm. um, I feel so proud, even if we unfortunately had to close in Jan because we can't pay. I'm just saying, if I would feel so proud. Roll tape. <laughs> Cut that. To the Cut it. Just I say know, it. I know. Cut. <laughs> I guess I'm just saying, I feel so proud of what we've done. We mm. have lived who we are. You know, um, I am a believer. I'm a follower of Jesus. Mm. I am an inclusive person. I believe everybody has dignity and value. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, an educator. I'm a student. And I feel like this show has just given me a chance to be all of those things. And um, I'm really grateful for that. And it brings me joy. Yeah, I took a risk, gambled. And uh, yeah, we're waiting for that. Uh, what did you say? It was going to be something good. A return, an investment, something. All these good things that are coming. Come. Yeah. yeah, they're that coming. lower top and middle third would just be busting. Look. <laughs> There'd be no room allowed. No room in the inn. Go home. <laughs> anyway, so thank Very you both ready. of you for You're all that you are, who you are, what you bring to the show. To everyone behind the cameras today, Stephen, Nina, Savior, others who have joined us throughout this journey, mm. Moe's, who are some of the other cast members? Stephen, uh, tell me. Shwani. Ray. Ray. Uh, Mr. Lome, who has been catering for us. Look. Mr. John, who's been moving set and stuff around. Mm. Coco the dog, entertaining yeah. us. Coco. <laughs> All of our, our community manager. Oh Jockey, our community manager. Yeah. Silas for the jingle. Yes, mm-hmm. which we got to pump up at the end. I yeah. love, please listen to the jingle all the way. I wanted to say this. At the very end, there's this great like, and it goes off and it's, like, it's this great guitar solo, which is him. Yeah. Listen to the jingle to the end on this one. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's always there, but no one listens to the end. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. We want to thank so many people, you know, Sticks and Stones for coming in and being so clutch for us. The Dennis Ombachi episode, they just made it so fun yes. for us. For friends who have agreed to be on the show, mm-hmm. <laughs> from Alaba to Sajda Namin, and, and guests who have become friends. You yeah. know, we've kept in touch with so many of you, Abdi, Kevin, others. It's been such a joy to mm-hmm. just develop those relationships. Who else do we need to thank? Um, people have taken meetings with us, Baraza Media Lab, mm-hmm. Afripods. Mm-hmm. They've come alongside and been our champions many times. Um, all the people, all the Kenyan designers we like to wear. Yeah. Yes. Out stuff. Mm-hmm. Who does makeup? Oh, um, yeah, Eve. 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 Yeah. Creatives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. done my makeup. Whenever I have makeup on professionally, that's Eve. Mm. <laughs> Whenever it looks like this, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> or like this, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, Lord. But yeah, we've been blessed. We've yeah, been blessed. for so, sure. One hundred. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Choki, we missed you on this missed episode. You, yeah, yeah, definitely. We needed that. She's our TikTok. We needed. Magician. We needed her energy. Yeah. No, no, you we, guys came correct. Yeah. Came Thank correct, you for having but, us. Uh, we'll, we'll try and do, do a little something with Choki at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you for believing in us. Thank mm-hmm. you for allowing us to collaborate for sure. on Thank this you. with you. Yeah. Thank you so to much. To many more. To many more. Infinity and beyond. Hey. What you said. That part. That part. So listen. 
Thank you. Thank you most of all for listening this year. It has been such a privilege to have your time, to have your trust, to hear from you, for taking the time when you comment, when you like, when you message us. We see every single one mm. and we don't take it for granted. We are so very grateful. You have taught us. You have inspired us. You have pushed and challenged us. You have given us opportunity to be a part of your story. So we are ever grateful. And as you close out 2023, we pray peace, blessing, good health, and every good thing to come your way. May your cup always be full and may it be brimming with joy. Thank you for being with us this year. And we'll see you in 2024. I don't